Warning, the language in this episode is explicit because when we tried being implicit, the stupid motherfuckers out there didn't get it. This week's episode of The Scathing Atheist is brought to you by Factor and by the new cartoon series for Christian nationalists. Grand Dragon Ball Z. Grand Dragon Ball Z. Clanime at its finest. And now, The Scathing Atheist. Hello, this is former President Donald J. Trump having a really tough week, but reminding you once again, we did in fact evolve from filthy monkey men. Anyone know a good lawyer? It's August 3rd. And I've got a soundboard, baby. Okay. Fun while it lasted, everybody. Enjoy the podcast. Cool. We're going to shut it down. I'm Michael Marshall. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And from Chris Christie's, New Jersey, Pete Best's Liverpool, and Jack Kevorkian's <laughs> Ann Arbor, this is The Scathing Atheist. On this week's episode, religion will be all like... Okay. We learn how to hunt Irish witches for charity. <laughs> and we have the release of a brand new single from the Anna Bosnick. But first, the Aliyah tribe. So as Noah mentioned a few weeks ago, I used to be a 9-11 truther. Now, to be fair... I don't think I was particularly hardcore about my beliefs, right? I, I posted a few deeply cringy statuses, probably left a few comments on Facebook posts I would love to see deleted. But for the most part, I managed to be set straight by that conversation with Noah without outing myself to too many folks as the jackass I was. But it was how I got there that I think is worth discussing. See, about a year before I had that conversation with Noah at the toy store, I'd gotten the brilliant idea to smoke a joint in Washington Square Park. Now, hippie mecca though it was, and while you had a pretty strict no drugs policy, and if you got caught smoking weed in your room, you could be expelled. But you see, my roommate had informed me about one simple trick. You see, the park, which was right next door to my dorm, wasn't school property. The cops were there, but they didn't care if you smoked a little weed. And even if they did, it was like a $36 ticket, so no big deal. So there I am, smoking my joint in Washington Square Park, feeling very bohemian when a cop walks up to me and tells me, hey, put that out. And I'm a 19-year-old idiot, so I say, ah, oh, man, I just started this one. And I flick the joint into the bushes. And that's when he grabbed me. See. My roommate was actually kind of right. New York City had very nearly reached its current state of decriminalization by then. And if I had, in fact, put out the joint, that officer could have written me a ticket and I'd have been on my way. But because I flicked my joint into the bushes, the cop decided that I was obstructing justice, as the TV shows call it, which is a class A misdemeanor, carrying a possible prison sentence of up to a year in jail which is exactly what he informed me as he threw me against his car so hard he broke my nose 
and then drove me downtown in handcuffs. Now, I want to pause for a second and acknowledge how lucky I am about how the rest of the story went. I know that for way too many people in exactly that situation, they just went to jail and had their job opportunities, their financial situations, sometimes even their lives destroyed. But my family knew a lawyer in New York City who took one look at my broken nose, had a conversation with the cops in the other room, and got me released the same night. I know how lucky I was now. But at the time, I was furious. I was certain that I was going to have this dude's badge. They hadn't even given me my possession ticket, and I was going to make sure that this dude paid. He did not. I filed a complaint. I testified in front of a city ethics board, and pretty much wherever I turned, including the multiple attorneys I independently contacted, I was informed that they were sorry that had happened to me, but them's the breaks. I was furious. How could the system have failed me like this? How could this possibly be the way things worked? I was a child of the 80s. Police officers were people you went to when you needed help. And now, every time I saw one, I got a knot in my stomach. And the people around me were not helping. My liberal friends and my teachers just kept telling me how lucky I was. And didn't I know how much harder it was for so many people around me? And my conservative friends could barely conceal the fact that they thought I got what I deserved for being such a loudmouth asshole. But you know who was sympathetic? You know who did know that the system was broken and what's more, wanted to do something about it? Anti-government loons. That's who. They said and did everything I wanted them to say and do. And in return, I believed the lies they fed me without question because they were the ones who got it. See, all too often we forget that the road to unreason is lined with very real pain. And once you go down that path, all too often the only place to go for comfort is deeper. Look, I, I get it. I too find myself wondering how I can find myself in a country where 40% thinks Donald Trump should be the president, how a frighteningly large percentage of this country believes that Hillary Clinton has participated in some child trafficking, but sometimes the road back from those positions is just as painful to take. And again, I was lucky. This super smart dude at work debunked Zeitgeist with out even remembering the conversation, apparently, and the article he referred me to was one of the hosts of the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, which I then became a rabid fan of, and I escaped my bad ideas without anyone ever knowing I'd had them, right? I got to laugh along with the jokes that were about me until they weren't anymore. And to be honest, I think maybe our movement could use a bit more of that welcoming spirit. I think there's a bit too much attendance taking at the door these days. I think it's well-intentioned. I think we want our spaces to be safe and our at-risk communities to feel protected. But I think in doing so, far too often, we slam doors in the faces of folks who might belong here. By my math, there's about 43 new people listening to the show this week. 43 people who have never tuned into our show before. And if you're one of them, some of the jokes you hear this week might be about you or about who you were until very recently. And I want you to know that you're welcome, that nothing you've said or done up until this point prevents you from having a seat in the room. And 
hearing what we've got to say. Whatever you've done, it's your little secret. And for the record, whatever brought you here, I'm sorry it happened. And we're going to treat you better. They're talking about your Jesus. We interrupt this broadcast and bring you a special news bulletin. Joining me for headlines tonight are the fucking married to my kill, Michael Marshall and Eli Bosnick. Gentlemen, are you ready to have a, a, a weird party with those verbs, I guess? Wow, even in a gag for the intro, you'd rather be killed than be the marry one? So like the only <laughs> label you'll gladly accept is a toe tag, I guess. Okay, yeah. I didn't think it through. I think he was just trying to fuck you, Marsh. Read the room. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe I was. I did think it through. All right, we're going to need a quick break for a word from our sponsor, Factor. I'm at least five minutes, it turns out. Yeah, <laughs> five or ten. Give me about ten. I can do it. Okay, now it says we need to Julienne the shallots. What's that? I have no idea what either of those things are. Hey, guys, what you up to? Oh, hey, Heath. Marsh and I ordered one of those meal kits everyone talks about, but all the prep it makes us do feels like just as much work as a trip to the grocery store. Uh, side note, do we have a quinelle spoon? Uh, top left. Guys, right. if chopping and prep is just too much work for you, why don't you try Factor? What's Factor? Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals already in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. I don't know, Heath. We like variety. Are you sure factors for us? I am certain. Treat yourself to 34 plus weekly restaurant quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, and grilled steakhouse filet mignon. Ready in just two minutes. I mean, it sounds great, Heath, but maybe you forgot I'm vegan. Those boxes never have options for me. Wrong again. Wrong, idiot. Factor offers delicious, flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles, from keto to calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. All right, Heath, we're sold. Where do we sign up? Head to factormeals.com slash scathing50 and use the code scathing50 to get 50% off. That's code SCATHING50 at factormeals.com slash SCATHING50 to get 50% off. You hear that, Marsh? So long, pensioning fork. Yeah. Okay, well, put it back with the other pensioning forks. Which are... Middle right, middle right. There's a chart right on the fridge. He's got a chart. Yeah, he's got a chart. It's there to help you. Use the help. <laughs> and we're back in our lead story tonight. We can all stop worrying about artificial intelligence taking over the world because Ultron is Judeo-Christian. It's fine. It's going to be fine. At least the American Ultron is Judeo-Christian, and that's what matters. According to Air Force General Richard G. Moore Jr., that's the big picture answer about the ethics of AI and the future of autonomous warfare. America has biblical values, so it's all going to work out fine with the AI. Yeah, I mean, given OpenAI's token pricing, I think they owe all of us 40 shekels, if you know what I mean, but I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> all right, and a big thanks to H for the link, scathingnews at gmail.com if you want to help out. Wait, 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 wait. Heath, you're telling me 
that our listeners can not only send us atheist news to scathingnews at gmail.com and hear it on the show, but one lucky winner will get to kill one Manchester civilian with us at QED? Huh. Um, okay. Marsh? Now, I, I know you think that's meant to bother me, but what you're forgetting is I live in Liverpool. You can take out <laughs> as many fucking manks as you like. Go nuts. <laughs> I'll even hold your umbrella for you while you do it. <laughs> All right. It sounds like a slur word when you say Manx. I don't know. It does. Is it- it feels, <laughs> that's the great thing about the British is they got slurs for a lot deeper cuts than we do. It feels yeah. like it, but I, I feel like I've heard people just say that. That's just like New Yorker, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just someone okay. from Manchester. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, more like Yanks, I think, than New Yorker. I'd oh, say. it's much more like Yanks. Nicely yeah. done. Nicely done. Okay. <laughs> but Yanks hasn't, it's fine. So <laughs> we learned about this very important facet of cutting edge morality during an event at the Hudson Institute last week. That's a conservative think tank in Washington, D.C., and they're exactly as intelligent and useful as that sounds. Yeah, just like all conservatives then, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) During the event, General Moore got a question about the use of AI in the military. And as you can safely assume about almost every single general in the Air Force, Moore is a Christian lunatic. So he responded by saying, quote, regardless of what your beliefs are, our society is a Judeo-Christian society and we have a moral compass. Not everybody does. End quote. Yeah, because there's no better way to let me know you're going to behave responsibly with advanced weaponry than by assuring me that none of it matters because we're all going to fight beside sword mouth Jesus when he descends from heaven for his final <laughs> battle with his dad's ex-boyfriend. Yep. Uh, the thing is, America might have a moral compass, but then you bring a Bible too close to it and it messes with the whole thing like a super strong magnet. Like, hold a Bible close enough and you can make that moral compass point at any direction you like. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Describing the American Supreme Court right there. So <laughs> in response to that answer from General Moore, everyone at the event was like, yeah, all right, of course, America, Bible, the guy in charge of our drones is very ethical and that all makes sense. Perfect. And then Moore kept talking and made it even worse, but also unbeknownst to everybody listening at the Hudson Institute. When he was done with the absurd lie about Judeo-Christian ethical supremacy, he accidentally explained why that would backfire, but he did that proudly because he's a dumb person who knows about nothing he's saying. He said, quote, there are those that are willing to go for the ends, regardless of what means have to be employed. It depends on who plays by the rules of warfare and who doesn't. There are societies that have a very different foundation than ours. Sorry, is he proudly claiming ends justify the means? (laughs) No, it would be like bragging about the brand new eye-based vengeance system you're working on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he said there are societies that have a very different foundation than ours. And with the help of these new Christor drones, we're going to reduce those societies back down to those foundations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it's really not clear what he's saying about the ends and the means. Hopefully that Machiavelli part was like a lie instead of a a bad strategy that he doesn't understand. Like we'll be evil, but not stupid evil in a Christian way. (laughs) Like rooting for stuff is weird right now. I don't know what he meant. So I don't know what I'm rooting for for us strategically. Well, the Washington Post had similar questions as we did. And they reached out to General Moore asking approximately, what the fuck are you talking about? And he responded with an email that said, quote, the Air Force is not going to allow AI to take actions, nor are we going to take actions on information provided by AI unless we can ensure that the information is in accordance with our values. While this may not be unique to our society, it is not anticipated to be the position 
of any potential adversary, end quote. So did, did that help answer any of your questions? <laughs> if anything, that's worse because, you know, AI knows that you should give trans people health care. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it does. So um, obviously the people writing the code for military computers are not all Judeo-Christian. That's absurd. And that is a very good thing that they're not. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, statistically, those coders are either American atheists or way more likely outsourced to India on Fiverr. So those drones are going to mostly have Hindu values, if anything, you know, which, which is fine <laughs> unless you intend to declare war on some cows, I guess. <laughs> AI am become death. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so two big takeaways here. First of all, Richard G. Moore Jr. needs to be in charge of absolutely nothing ever. But as of now, he is a three-star general and the deputy chief of staff for plans and programs for the entire Air Force. That needs to stop being true. But more importantly, one of the big questions in AI is how to program good morality for difficult choices. And it's so fucking important that we don't use the Bible for any of that. <laughs> Using the Bible to figure out like trolley dilemma problems is a terrifying bloodbath. Absolutely a horrible idea. Just cheaty getting showered in blood every time. Lots of people dying that don't deserve it. But when it comes to military AI, it's also terrifying for anybody who lives near a metaphorical train or trolley that uh, represents the entire world right. in this metaphor. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Everybody. And in arms and dangerous news, it works better written down, but trust me, it's good. <laughs> there are a lot of great charities here in the UK. Some feed the hungry, some clothe the needy, and some send charming British skeptical activists undercover to monitor people who lie about vaccines being a globalist depopulation plot. And so it's all worthy <laughs> stuff here. Oh boy, he's been a full-time skeptical advocate for two weeks and he's already whoring himself out at every opportunity. Have some decency, March. Save it for May, okay? I, we save it for May. I've been full-time since 2014. I just did other jobs as well. <laughs> Okay, I don't understand how the conspiracy got both of those things, the virus and the vaccine. My idea was just to keep rolling with the virus and kill the people. I feel like the deadly vaccine was redundant and now we're making it harder <laughs> sure, yeah. than it has to be to depopulate, right? Exactly. I'm, I'm totally on board. But the thing is, not all charities have such laudable goals as all those. And that was a point that was made clear this week when it emerged that the charity regulator for Northern Ireland gave the charitable green light to a religious organization that teaches people how to hunt witches. I just signed us up right now. I signed <laughs> us up you. to be witch hunters. We are yeah. learning to be witch hunters now. Because look, here's the thing. If it doesn't work, we have funny material for the show. But if it does work, we find hot girls with undercuts. It's a win, win, <laughs> win, win, win. <laughs> In Ireland with that accent? Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the organization is the Belfast branch of the Nigerian evangelical cult, the Mountain of Fire and Miracle Ministries, who are now an official registered charity, even though their social media is just filled with posts from their founder, Daniel Kolawole Olukoya, about how to spot a witch. Okay, I'm now I'm picturing those cheesy meet and greet pictures that charities are always putting out, but he's like holding a torch to a pyre instead of <laughs> cutting a ribbon. <laughs> And look, just as a side note here, the Facebook page for this charity is called MFM Belfast, which is an initialism that probably gets them a lot more traffic than they expect. Like, <laughs> I bet their meetups tend to involve a lot of confused 
horny Northern Irish guys wondering where all the women are here. <laughs> guys, they're not there for the devil, but for the devil's three-way. Yeah. Okay. Still signing us up anyway. I'm exactly. With that accent, for We're sure. Getting, yeah, absolutely. Hanging out with your bro? <laughs> <laughs> So back in April, the group posted an image to their Facebook promoting Olukoya's sermon about witchcraft, listing the five kinds of witches or familiar spirits, which apparently are, number one, witches by decision, okay. which makes sense, you know, valid career choice. I think they prefer the term hex worker, Mark. <laughs> Brilliant. Hex. Um, Eli, uh, no- hex worker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so there's Do the uh, rim no- shot one. No, fuck off. I don't want no, sad trombone no, for that. Sad trombone. That's a that good <laughs> There we go. Uh, so, yeah, which is by decision number one. Which is by inheritance is number two. So, I guess uh, Nepo witches, essentially. Yeah, n- not Nuvo witch, but old <laughs> witch. Piano <laughs> 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 stamp. Then third, you've got uh, Witches by Covenant, which it feels a lot like the first one, unless they were entering into that covenant against their will, except no, because the fourth is Witches by Force. So Witches against their will. Okay. So the, pre- the previous one definitely what? doesn't make any sense. And then finally, Unconscious or Blind Witches. So I guess people who, are, who, who witch without realizing that they're doing it. Yeah. Hi, Tim. Love you, buddy. <laughs> I like that there's a witch by like an angry witch who's just not happy about being a witch, doing it like <clears throat> aloof, like golf. Young lady, you stop <laughs> that math homework right now and you get up what? to your room and you sacrifice a goat. You're not my real mom. <laughs> <laughs> but that Facebook post with all the witches, that wasn't even a one-off because they also posted a summary of Olukoya's 11 reasons the enemy gets angry against a person. Okay. Not sure why it's 11. You know, do a listicle's better. Pick a round number. But of the 11, my favorites were when there is an evil promissory note on you from your parents, like, I guess, an I or you one child. Do they take credit? Do they do that? Okay, if any Apparently. witches are listening, I'd like to sell you some futures contracts if you're in that market. Ooh, yeah. Can I short he's having children? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite was uh, when a, apparently uh, the enemy gets angry when a strong man has been assigned to your life. So just be really careful if you ever ever befriended by a guy in a striped unitard carrying one of those Victorian dumbbells <laughs> with the big round balls on the end. Whoa. I don't know. Uh, now I'm picturing Tom from Cogdis. So Tom from Cogdis, yes. Yes. Yes, yes. On, on a penny farthing, for sure. Right? Yep. And then my other favorite was apparently when marine powers supervise the problems you are facing... So if you see like Namor the Submariner snooping around you, or if you're being actively surveilled by a Russian nuclear submarine, <laughs> apparently you're fucked. So it, it's all really good practical life advice from the church here. Okay. <sighs> Can't Poseidon sit back and chill out with some ASMR slime TikTok without it being a witch thing, Marsh? <laughs> He's got to rule the whole sea. He needs to relax, Marsh. Yeah. ASMR. That's a tough job. He only gets those delightful, submersible things once in a while. (laughs) He's just doing annoying stuff, paperwork. So the thing is, all of this should have been pretty clear signs to the charity commission, the regulator of charities, that MFM aren't really acting for the public benefit as they should be doing. As should the fact that the group's London branch, which had accumulated three million pounds in donations, is currently the subject of a four-year investigation by the mainland UK branch of the Charity Commission for serious financial mismanagement and fraud. And then the Liverpool branch was shut down after it was caught offering conversion therapy sessions to cure homosexuality through prayer and starvation. 
God, it's so foreign to me as an American that it would be a legal requirement for a charity to do good things that I had no idea where you were going with that sentence until the very end of it. I was like, oh, right. They're supposed to do stuff. They have to do a thing. Yeah. That's such a good idea for a country to have as a rule. So they, they have to do good things. And as of a legal case from 2018, they have to check each charity, make sure it's um, acting in the public benefit. And that legal case was brought by me. Nicely so uh, have that charity sector. But anyway, I'm sure the Northern Ireland Charity Commission knows exactly what they're doing. And they've just got a, a very good reason for rubber stamping this organization. Other than, well, they said Jesus a bunch of times. So we were reckon they were fine fellas, you know. <laughs> <sighs> and finally this week, in trust defunded news, I bring not just one Irish homophobic Christian bigger charity story for you this week, but two. And no, it's not just because we talked about Ireland in the first of my stories, which means that Eli desperately wanted to do an accent, but then all the people I talked about were Nigerian and Eli knows better than to do that accent. And so I just had to kind of throw him this bone to stop him exploding in a horrifying mass of bejesus and begoras. He's shaking right now. Oh, thank you, Marsh. It's it a workplace safety issue, don't you know? <laughs> No, but this week I learned that Barclays Bank has paid a £21,500 settlement to Core Issues Trust, a Christian charity registered in Ireland who claimed to, quote, help people leave LGBT lives, a.k.a. conversion therapy. Okay, well, that sounds a lot like murder, but don't worry, it's only fraud and bigotry. Don't worry. It's only fraud and bigotry, yes. It's only fraud yeah. and bigotry. It's the upside. Uh, you see, in July 2020... Barclays decided that they didn't want to be the bank of choice for bigots who think you can pray out the gay. And so they informed the charity that they'd be closing their bank account, uh, which they were entirely allowed to do because despite what Nigel Farage and the majority of the British culture warrior right have spent the last few weeks claiming here, banks have a right to close your account for any reason as long as they give you notice. Oh, I love when this shit flips around. Like when libertarians are like, hey, your choice hurt me. It's, oh God, I yeah, love it. Yeah. So, so good. Uh, just as an aside, in the case of Nigel Farage, he's been a, a cause celebre for the last like month at least since he announced that the extra exclusive ultra rich bank Coots had closed his account with them. And the reason that they closed it was actually because they only allow accounts with more than three million pounds in them. And Nigel Farage's account didn't have that. But apparently that's an injustice so large that it's become a priority for Rishi Sunak to act on <laughs> because my country is fucking obscene right now. Okay, Nigel Farage was like Mr. Brexit, right? Yeah. He should be banned from the pound forever. Any association with that <laughs> money. He should be trading <laughs> cowrie shells and, you know, loose leather and a body joke to pay for stuff for the rest of his life <laughs> in the UK. Okay, now to be fair... It's the government's fault that I'm not rich enough is a fantastic slogan for Brexit. He really missed his shot using it back then. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in the case of Coal Issues Trust, Barclays didn't have to give them a reason. They could just close the account of the bigger charity and by law, that's fine. Except the bigger charity is a Christian bigger charity and they got to claim persecution, which is their favorite thing to claim. There it is. And so the Christian Legal Center took up the case and they threatened to bring a, a claim of religious discrimination by Barclays personally against the charity's chief executive and founder, Michael Davidson. Mike Davidson, unsurprisingly, describes himself as ex-gay, whereas I, slightly more surprisingly, describe Mike Davidson as 
Be Reasonable episode 54, because <laughs> I interviewed this bigot Belland back in 2018. Yeah, that's that the guy who's super duper clever. We just believe sexuality is a spectrum argument mm. was disarmed by Marsh's clever repost of, but do you owe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so in a statement about the case, Barclays explained that they looked at the cost of defending themselves against this legal case and, you know, probably factored in how much time they'd have to spend in a room with Mike Davidson and decided to just give him 21 grand to make him go away, which was probably okay. something of a bargain, to be honest. Yeah, totally worth it. Okay, how much to make Nigel Farage go away? Like, mm. maybe we just start buying people out of the economy? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the Capital One that Marsh sent me to just called the cops on me. How do I get that <laughs> deal? <laughs> I mean, we can't pay Nigel Farage to go away. We could pay someone else, but someone say something. No, I, I, I love, um, I love <laughs> what we've turned you into in these last weeks free of a day job, Mark. <laughs> it's a new world. Just joking, just joking, obviously. And of course, Barclays here admitted no fault because they've done nothing wrong. And they are definitely not going to give Mike Davidson his bank account back. They're just going to put this guy in their permanent out tray. Though Mike would, of course, just insist that he's still in the in tray and just expect us all to pretend that we believe him in that. Mike, are you dry heaving the entire time you're in the in tray? It doesn't matter. I'm still in here. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> still, Mike Davidson and the Christian Legal Center are now claiming this settlement as a victory for Christianity and as a warning to the government that they've just got to scrap this proposed ban on conversion therapy. And the thing is, this is a government who's only electoral strategy is to play the populist culture war card at every turn, regardless of whose rights and lives get thrown under the bus. So it wouldn't surprise me if Mike Davidson gets exactly what he desires. Wait, wait, not, not that thing he desires. I mean, his, his other desire, the Got one it. he's actually yep. willing to admit about himself. So he's not <laughs> lying about it. All right, that's going to do it for the headlines. Marsh, Eli, thanks as always. Jumanji. And when we come back, Anna is going to be better at music than the God of the Universe. <laughs> the god-awful brand can be summed up in two words, confidence and atrocity. That also works for religion as a whole, but especially for modern Christian music, god-awful music. It's a big fucking swing and a big fucking miss almost every single time with tragically delightful consequences for us to enjoy. And even better, we get to hear from the Anna Bosnick in both roast form and musical form sometimes. Anna, welcome back. We got a god-awful music. Oh my God, Heath. I am so happy to be here. <laughs> I have been wanting to be here in this spot doing just this, nothing but this, for so long. Fantastic. This this choice is so so good. I can't wait. But first, oh, um, let's point out that Eli is still here. Eli, hello. Okay. Because I have a soundboard <laughs> Man, now. Loves what? That thing, yeah, we're just going to move right past it, and I'm, I'm bleeping <laughs> all of it. It's all getting bleeped. So Eli made a noise with a board thingy again, I think. So, Anna, mm. what musical hate crime against Rocky Three and my entire youth are mm. we going to be breaking down today? Oh, the Eye of the Tiger, the Christian version, as performed by Haley and Nick. Gaglioni, in that order, of the band Two for Christ. <laughs> this woman might as well be my nemesis. Really? I'm not going to lie. She's an incredible singer. And she wrote the Christian lyrics to This Eye of the Tiger so well that for a while, 
I thought I'd missed that Eye of the Tiger was a Christian song this whole time and I just hadn't noticed. <laughs> but man, if she didn't let her husband come up on that stage too with her, wow! Yeah. Wow! He's also there. It doesn't go well. Ooh. And um, this one came with a music video and some Chinese government spyware. So that was nice, right? <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. This one's from TikTok. I have been actually wanting to do this one since... January. Thank you, everybody, by the way, who sent this to me on TikTok and tagged me in it. It was like, oh, my God, you should do this. Oh, my God, you should do this. Earlier this year in January, this went viral and I hopped on it like a ravenous honey badger. But no sooner <laughs> had I come up with the most brilliant parody I'd ever done. It disappeared into the YouTube copyright censor abyss and I was heartbroken. Boo. But... I'm very happy to say that it is back and it is just Ooh. as incredible as I remember. Unboo. And thank you again to everybody who sent this to me on TikTok. Believe me, I knew and I was going to do it. Great. Ooh. Great work sending this one over. It made me so happy to watch this. <laughs> the video's the best. So if you want to check out that video, we'll have a link in the show notes. Just um, get Hopefully yourself it'll a still brand be there new by then. <laughs> computer or phone, air gapped. Watch the video and then throw that device in the garbage made of a magnetic <laughs> compressor, super bleach, whatever you got to do. Just cover it in tinfoil, pop it in the microwave for like 30 seconds. There you go. Thir yeah. Like 30. On on high? On high. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a whole thing, but it's going to be worth it. It's an amazing video. So oh my God. the video starts with a little preamble about how the song that they're stealing is stolen for Jesus. And then the lead singer Haley says, <laughs> when you guys hear it, You'll know it. And, and then they start dancing. <laughs> uh, this segment might as well be called God Awful Moving. It's, it's rough. <laughs> dance moves brought to you by your local middle school homecoming dance. I will yes. just say okay. that. Yes, I, absolutely. Heathleton, Bethesda, Enright am judging the dance moves. That yep, is, that's that how bad thing. they are. Yeah, for yes. sure. Uh, th this gentleman cannot get his feet to move in sync with the music. And he's so, trying. He's, he's trying, trying too, yeah. so hard. He couldn't hard. even get the fist pump. It was so sad. He tries to do a fist pump right at the beginning. He starts <laughs> way too early. Then the music comes in and he somehow got more off time once there was music. It was so bad. They had to do an edit in the video four seconds in to like figure out what was happening with that. It was incredible. If someone says we can fix it and post about your fist pump, you know you've chosen the wrong medium. <laughs> To convey Seriously. salvation in. There was like a wipe with like a filter of a different color and they changed the sink <laughs> up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the fist pump is, is working for a second, but then it's immediately not. So this is when we get the amazing lyrics coming in. Mostly from Survivor. It's just a lot of the, <laughs> the original by Survivor. But with the occasional Christian twist on it. Oh, yeah. Eli, would you like to be our designated uh, sing talker? Yes, please. Thank you so much. Great. Rising up, back on my feet, Got knocked down, rose above it. Okay, right away switching it up. Yeah, yeah, lyrics. But this man, this man is clapping like a wind-up cymbal monkey. <laughs> <laughs> he's miming out the lyrics. It's phenomenal. Oh. He really is, yeah. I like that he's emotionally recovered from being knocked down. I was hoping he would, you know? It's oh, good yeah. yeah. Oh, he rose above it. And he got even further off time with the clapping. He, it was like Will Ferrell on <laughs> exactly. Cowbell Sketch. Yes. It was worse and worse. I couldn't deal with it. It continues, went the distance. I won't take no defeat. I will thrive. I will not just survive. Mm. Okay, and this is where <laughs> he's been clapping this whole time. 
He started with the fist pump. Now he's clapping. But now he gives up on the clapping. He thinks about doing the cabbage patch for half a second. You can see him start it. And then he's like, nope, that'll go badly. Gives up right away. Oh, my God. Cabbage patch. And then, for him. and then he just runs in place for a second. But oh my God, it's my favorite part coming up. It's my favorite part. Oh my God. This is his rap break. Yeah, exactly. Eli, oh. this is very important that you do an accurate impression of the rapping. I yeah, think. of course. I've been I've been training for me. Okay. Oh, yes. Listen. Always a great way to start a rap. <laughs> Before I was Christian, something was missing. Felt a little Distant, dark mm. resistant. Mm. And I wrote in my notes at this point, is dark resistant code for racist? Because I feel like you're still oh, that God. if it is. It's not a great code. <laughs> All brain power was gone into memorizing this rap <laughs> and remembering the lyrics from it. No left for body. None. Mm-hmm. No. Points seem cool. <laughs> we'll point. Yep. Yeah, definitely. He's trying so hard. He's like, rapidy, rap, rap, pokey, rap pokey, rap. left foot <laughs> in <laughs> and stay in rhythm or hurt myself and point and point. He just lands on point eventually because that's all he's <laughs> Exactly. All he's he's doing a lot of pointing. He points at the audience. <laughs> he points up. He points down. He points to his head. Oh, yeah. Thinking. Thinking. Point you to your head. You watch him run out of places to point and repeat himself. It's pretty magical. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he continues. Got a new vision, made a decision, wrote my goals. Yeah, I wrote my mission. Mm-hmm. BC, I was aimlessly walking. Fun fact, because also has two syllables. So he could yeah, have just said could because. Have just said because there. Okay, maybe though, maybe <laughs> he means before Christ. Is there any chance maybe. that he just conversationally before says Christ, things was- like, BC, you know, before I got saved, oh. I did things like this. No question. This guy has used the term BC as slang to a youth group before. And then I assume gotten hit with a bunch of pee balloons. I hope so. So wait, let let me take it back so we don't miss it. BC, I was aimlessly walking. Then one day I heard the voice of God talking. Rise up, child, to the enemy mocking. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that God opened up with, people are going to laugh at you for this, but... Yeah, it's it's I mean, God is not wrong in this context. No. Good point. And uh, I enjoyed that the dance move for enemy mocking was him miming a sock puppet. Was miming a sock puppet, yes. So good. Which means that that's either the enemy mocking him or God speaking to him. We may never know. Same. <laughs> Anyways, he continues, prayer is your weapon. Pray without stopping. He's prayer hulk. His secret is he's always praying. You wouldn't like me if I pray. Yeah. <laughs> And he's right, to be fair. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the end of his little rap segment. He's going to have one little burst coming up later, but he's so fucking happy he made it through the big rapping part. Yeah. I'm so sorry to say this, Keith, but big golden retriever energy. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Stupid, stupid golden retriever. I love golden retrievers too much to give him full credit for that. I was going to say, how dare you? No, no, no. He's like, I did. I'm not letting him be. I did my my part. I did my part. He has the energy of a stupid golden retriever who's going to cause trouble right now. That that I agree with for sure. And so he gets through it. He's all excited. He does a pump fake like he's going to crowd surf for a second. Like he actually goes out there and he like his shoulder goes forward and he's like, ah, nope, that would be dumb. There's definitely not a full audience. And Everyone will drop me again. Yeah. And let, let's be clear. There are about three geriatric people in this audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So They're just going to wait for you to hit the ground and then <laughs> sprinkle some gold dust on your dick, man. We know how this 100% <laughs> that would happen. He re- That all goes through his head. He stops just in time. And then he turns around and he does a little like, 
victory lap about his rap segment running in place. He just like bounce and bounce and bounce. He and does. I did yeah, and he yeah. smiles really big at his wife. Acting out Rocky, <laughs> like a fight from Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Right. Yeah. He was doing Rocky three. It's true. <laughs> okay. Well, now we get the chorus mostly from Survivor. Mm-hmm. So this goes, it's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Mm-hmm. Familiar with that one. Rising up to the challenge of our rival. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. exact same lyrics as the original so far, except here it comes. With the heart of a lion. Switching it up. Um, Hey, Katy Perry, this song is about tigers. Get your fucking lion propaganda out of here. <laughs> and the armor of God, you will conquer it all with the eye of the tiger. Meanwhile, dude is like, yeah, I did my part. Did you see me? Look at that shirt. Look at my shirt. Look what I can do. Parkour. <laughs> Kung fu. Parkour. I was really hoping he was going to go on to explain all the rest of the parts of the armor of God. Fucking powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm still picturing the plot of Rocky 3 as I'm listening to all this. Oh, absolutely. So our guy just walked into the ring. Now, Eli, that you said that with the breastplate of righteousness and the like wrist guards of homophobia or whatever the fuck it is. And then <laughs> Mr. T just punched him in the face right away. Right just away. Straight yeah, away. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Back to these verses. Face to face with Satan himself. They have choreography. This <laughs> yeah, is. They do. They, do. They, they have choreography. They worked on this. They worked very they hard worked on They worked on this together. They did run throughs. This is what they do instead of having sex. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Well, actually, Nick, right? Nick is the husband. Mm -hmm. He got way too excited here and he showed up way too early for the face-to-face -face moment of the choreography where they like stand face-to-face. -face. Yeah. And so she turns and he almost headbutts her by accident. So he's already like right <laughs> next to her and he's just like marching in place and she's like not looking at him at first. She's like, it's not there yet. Two more beats. <laughs> and then finally they do it. So yeah, face-to-face -face with Satan himself. Mm. Don't budge an inch. He'll take miles. Mm. He'll find your weakness. He will hit where it hurts. She ball taps him. She 100% ball taps him during this time. She does. <laughs> I like A, that that's how Satan does it in their mm -hmm. canon here. The Satan ball taps <laughs> He just like does, does little slap fight. At yeah, the, no, the, the ultimate adversary is doing waist. nut checks. All below the waist. But my favorite part is that he actually got hit in the balls and it hurt. Absolutely. <laughs> so he was like, stop, do art, do art, do art. And you see him like curl away. Truly the only thing that could have made this better is if he just lied on his side for the rest of the song. <laughs> oh, It was close to that. All right, sorry. Don't budge an inch. He'll take miles. He'll find your weakness. He will hit where it hurts. Stand your ground. Make him run for the... Hills? Hiles? Hills. Yikes. Don't say yeah. Hiles. Yeah, yeah. The guy looks again like, for a second like he's going to try to crowd surf on those three geriatric people in the front row. But then he's like, ah, nah. And he gives up yeah. and goes, take the stairs. <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> because he's going into the audience for some fucking rile him up time. God, they should not show the wide shot with the audience. It's no, too no, no. real. It's, it's so no, real sad. sad. It's, a, it's a poor choice. It's, it's like, like how mm -hmm. it started, how it's going for Christianity <laughs> between the crowd and the stage. It's so bad. It's like when they do an accidental pullback shot of a Trump rally and you realize it's just like a square of people behind him in an empty stadium. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rival. If you cast all your cares on him, she wrote my notes, cast 
what thesaurus page did this dude find in a dumpster while writing this song? <laughs> well, I mean, the Bible in a dumpster, I guess. Yeah, it's close no, enough. You're fair. supposed to cast all your cares on the Lord, I think, in Peter or whatever. But they forgot they're still talking about Satan. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> just now, the challenge of our rival. So it's flipped. They're stupid. I, I think that was supposed to be a capital H. Oh, on him. You can't Ooh. tell. <laughs> on him. You got to no. say it with a capital H then. Maybe they should have wrapped this part. <laughs> yeah. If you cast all your cares on him and pray through the night, you will conquer it all with the eye of the tiger. Of the tiger, yeah. Okay, so you know when you go to the dog park and there's that one big dog that has like has that I've been trapped in the house all week kind of energy and they're like... <laughs> Not being scary aggressive, but it's definitely <laughs> intense enough for you to like worry about whether this is the before time. And they're like shaking yep. with it and they just can't hold it in. Well, this woman married that pit bull. Sure did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they choreographed a dance And together. then let mm-hmm. it loose in a church. Yeah. Somewhere. And then she let him loose into the audience. We find out here. I thought yeah. she had kicked him off stage right before this because he just leaves. And it looks like she like says something in his ear and she's like, okay. Time for your crate, buddy. It's crate time. You're a little too jumpy, right? What do we say? You go in the crate. I was surprised he hadn't torn off his shirt at this point. And I was worried because there was like, there were at least two oxygen tanks in that in that audience. There absolutely were. Yeah. But now we see him again. He's out in the audience. I guess it was on purpose. He's in the crowd giving high fives to old people way too fucking aggressively oh, scaring oh, yeah. the shit out of these old people running up and down the aisles and he ends with one jumping over pews one big slap where he like looks away and starts running back to the stage as he does a slap and I think he just hits somebody in the face because they yeah. weren't ready you just hear intendant <laughs> snap rising up straight to the top fight for Christ give him glory go the distance don't retreat never stop for the Lord always wins in the end if the all-powerful being needs you to fight for him, he's either lazy or not at all powerful. Yes, very good point. Yeah. And, oh, this is one of my favorite parts physically in the video. This is where Nick tries to throw a t-shirt into the crowd <laughs> dramatically. But oh. he didn't, like, ball it up or, like, put rubber bands around it after being rolled or anything. So the big throw goes so very badly because <laughs> you can't throw a T-shirt hard like that. You're going to you hurt. Your, you're no. going to throw out your arm. And he throws out his yeah, arm. It yeah, it just, like, cartwheels in the thing and then For sure hurt himself. straight. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I just want to add one positive thing, too. I feel like we're being super mean. Compliment sandwich, obviously. I like that Haley's shirt is also a cape. I like yeah. her shirt cape. Oh, yeah. We don't so see enough of those. I actually, fun fact, because I'm as obsessed, I'm so obsessed with this, this performance. I watched the whole thing. There's like a, there's a YouTube video of the entire concert. <laughs> this is part of a concert? Yes, it is. A full-length concert. <laughs> it's at least an hour. All right. Well, God-awful concerts is a thing now. There's a reading in it. She does like a thing where she brings them out to the audience and they read parts of the Bible and like a oh, whole thing, like on. an imaginary don't kill your babies thing. Anyway. I will rent a limo and we will show up to these things live. I want to do that movie as a full-length God-awful movies, but. <laughs> Absolutely not. She's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I get too excited. I get too much golden retriever energy and you wouldn't know what to do. I would like smack man out of the house or Time something. Time for crate. Oh, exactly. Go out? No, she's wearing it from the, the dream coat. What's the one that wore all the big gay coat? Liberace. No, the, the Bible guy. Elton John. Joseph. Joseph, Joseph and the Joseph, technical Joseph. dream coat. Yeah, she was, she, she was doing something from that and so she wore a technical dream coat. I still think it's Liberace. 
Anyways, moving on. Anyway, it's the sorry. eye of the tiger <laughs> is the thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of our rival with the heart of a lion. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. I figured this one out. The dude has a YouTube channel called Lift with Christ. <clears throat> and he made shirts <clears throat> for it that say, heart of a lion, eye of the tiger. Yeah, he does. On them. Because I guess he's a cat boy. I don't know. Oh my God, this channel's so amazing. Come on. <laughs> it's the, Anna, did you look through this channel at Yes, all? I did. Of course I did. Are you kidding? Because oh this fucking God. disappeared. What else was I going to do? Just hunt for two for Christ yeah. to see what everything that they did to see if there was another one that was like it. <laughs> I, I have been obsessing over this for months. Okay. Half a year. This is this is Lift with Christ. Lift the, the with YouTube channel. Christ. It is indeed, like I was hoping when I saw this in Anna's notes, that it was a Christian-themed weightlifting channel. Yes, And then I is. was hoping after I saw some of this song that he would be rapping during the lifting and she would oh. be singing. And yes, all that has happened. It's <laughs> and- <laughs> amazing. I just wrote down one. Uh, I think this is my favorite rhyme that he wrote. He's got really good... Uh, Really good bars. Jesus is my broccoli, chicken, and rice. Ladies and gentlemen, lift with Christ. Oh, yeah. He wraps that. Okay. He wraps hey, that. if I can part the curtain slightly, <laughs> listeners, we've been trying to think of a new t-shirt because you guys have bought all the ones that we made like however many years ago. And if that new t-shirt isn't Jesus is my broccoli, chicken, and rice, ladies and gentlemen, lift with Christ. I don't know. We're sitting on a fucking gold mine, Heath. Like we just found it. <laughs> We found it. One, Actually, they are because they would sue us immediately. Are you talking about the Bring greatest thing that would ever yep. happen to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> ever? Getting sued by these people? I would challenge them to a rap battle slash trial. Don't, don't make like, her we real, have to do a real universe trial. my nemesis. <laughs> I think we need to dojo storm them and do that, Eli. Yes. I'm scared that she actually is my nemesis. She's got an amazing voice. I would I would have to like rap battle her or something or sing off. Don't worry, we won't make you do a sing off with well, parody that's battle. All fantastic with the cape lady. Yeah. <laughs> and then we fight them. <laughs> exactly. And the armor of God, you will conquer it all with the eye of the tiger. We've heard that one. Yeah. And now, oh, this is <laughs> this is time for another rap verse oh, a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, here we go. Best worst. Keep your eyes on God and your heart in the Word. Be a leader in Christ or. Follow with the herd. Okay, can we stop and talk about the timing of this? Because we've we've mentioned before he is not great with Mm-mm. tempo. She counts him off. She knows that he's going to come in late because he always comes in late. Let's be honest. he's an idiot. Yep. He waits a solid beat after she's like, go. And then he starts the pickup half a beat after the downbeat. Yep. So my face melted off. Sometimes Anna will come home from one of her weird folk music things and she'll be like, oh, I learned a slip jig from the Smoonden Finden people. That's what he was performing. Like a shaka da, baka da, taka, taka, And it's done in 724 and you gotta be kicking a fucking clockboard or whatever while you're doing it. It's 4-4. He's off by a lot, but he's proud of himself because in his head... He was within the margin of error of one entire beat, I guess, in his head. In his head, he's like, I didn't sing over her. Yeah, go yeah, me. Yeah, right. I did exactly. it. High five, self five. And again, giant smile at Haley. Oh, and my she God. Fucking hates him. Here. She and does she's like, right next to her doing a giant smile. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, they rehearsed for so long and he blew it. 
But then he does like a forward thing. So I'm going to do it in context so everyone can really get the meaning here. So it's mm -hmm. keep your eyes on God and your heart on the word. Be a leader in Christ or follow the herd. The eye of the tiger. The eye of the tiger. Right, exactly. Always walk by faith, never walk by sight. With the armor of God, you'll never lose the fight. He fucking <laughs> does it again. He does it he twice. He does do it again. Yeah. <laughs> he does it twice. Just like she Eli did. You know so how much. he's like, he's, I have the never duck gut down. He's supposed to go over Tiger. Nick, get the fuck off the stage. Go back yes. in the crate. <laughs> this video will be featured two places. Our podcast and their divorce trial, where she will win no contest based on his rhythm. And then we get one last, The Eye of the Tiger. Oh, and yeah. And they go, they they go, back, go back, to back to back freeze frames. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Like, yep, yep, yep. Like the end of a sitcom or something. It's the best. Mm -hmm. And um, one other thing, this is very important, just in case anybody's looking for some sweet merch from them. Oh, I am. Yeah, you can use the code 24Christ to get 24% off at 2forchrist.org. Spelled out, 2forchrist. Wait, no, you can't. Their site is down. Their that site was is down, yeah. What went through my head at the end of this, I was like, oh, I'm going to check out this merch. Nope. Nope. They don't have their own site. Wait it's for us uh, to rip it off. We're going to rip it off, everybody. It's going to be great. Eli, go buy it right now. Two for Christ. I'm, oh, can I buy I'm, I will buy it they right now. They don't have com. Now. They have .org. See if two for Christ.org is, or .com is available. You guys do the podcast. Okay, okay we'll do the podcast. Buy a website. Get Lift for Christ and the other one. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lift whatever, with whatever Christ, not for. I'm on it. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Well, it's time for the best part. We're going to hear how Anna fixed this horrible fucking cover song. So, Aw, shucks. What's the name of your new version? Okay, this is called The Eye of Revival. Excellent. And because I haven't done this in the past, shout out to the amazing musicians who helped me with this one. Okay. Colin Forehand, who has played guitar on this and the last few that I've done this year. Colin? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, Colin Forehand. Thank you. He made like the Isaiah song just brilliant. It made it pop. Anyway, and I also used for the first time, I used Brandon Vanpole and Drake Metcalf of Canada who did the drums and bass for this. Ooh, 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 yeah, ooh, for ooh, Canada ooh, 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 for Canada. Yeah, sorry about it. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You want to like give us a cue in to yourself? Oh yeah, hit it, me. and their Bibles These modern pop songs are just filled with deceit and sexual content and swears Yeah, leave it to a Christian to be more of a bitch than the fucking Federal Communications Commission Trying to spread the gospel thinking that it's possible by changing all the lyrics into something Pentecostal It's a big ick Kinda makes me sick Turning every song into a Sky Daddy fanfic Marketing it cleverly but good it'll never be Save us cause I'm drowning in your small dick it's energy a secular song Christian parents will see that as a rival and to make sure they're happy when their kids sing along nothing sacred or safe or secure from revival try to protect your favorite boy band cause nothing is safe from conversion yeah every single Rapper, diva, or star 
made my Christian version in the end. In the eye of the public, if a new song hits the charts, or an up-and-coming artist goes viral, you can bet your local pastor will put him right in his shorts until Cardi Beyonce even sound the same, make them boring as fuck. Take out everything original and make them all suck. Take any good song, pull most of it out, then fill it with cliches until I want to blow my brains out. Three, four, or make it so they aren't even rapping on the downbeat. Maybe hire a musician instead of an athlete. I'm starting to spiral. Fuck. So good. Love that song. And that's all the blasphemy we've got for you tonight. But we'll be back in 10,022 minutes with more. If you can't wait that long, be on the lookout for a brand new episode of our sister show, The Skeptocrat, debuting at 7 a.m. Eastern on Monday. An even newer episode of our sister show's hot friend, God Awful Movies, debuting at 7 a.m. Eastern on Tuesday. And an even newer episode of our half-sister show, Citation Needed, debuting at noon Eastern on Wednesday. Big thanks to Marsh and Eli. And of course, to all the new Patreon donors who will be personally complimented next time around by Noah. And if you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash scathingatheist and that'll get you early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also make a one-time donation by clicking on the donate button on the right side of the homepage at scathingatheist.com. And if you don't have the money for giving us money, we get it. You can also help a ton by leaving us a five-star review, telling a friend about the show, and following us on social media. And speaking of social media, Tim Robertson handles that for us. And our audio engineer is Morgan Clark, who also wrote all the music used in this episode, which was used with permission. If you have questions, comments, or death threats, you'll find all the contact info on the contact page at scathingatheist.com. Boing! Boing! <laughs> 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 Uh, Hey, Morgan. Sorry, there's uh, technical difficulties within our control. Um, (laughs) All you have to do is, you know, delete the files off the card or use a new one. You do it. I do want to get a SD card because this one holds like a 256 megabyte card. Oh, but it didn't come with the card? No, it didn't come with it. It didn't come with a fucking plug. It didn't come with a plug? (laughs) Yeah, you had to order the plug separately. Jesus. Okay. The reason this is I totally worth it, like, it, though, for that trombone earlier. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> this is not a giant pain in the ass for that. Okay. You're a giant pain in the ass. For, for that. That's pretty good. Your mom's a giant pain in the ass for that. Solid. Solid. Thank you. Okay. Love it. Love it. That was good. It's so good. Anna, this is oh my God. awesome. Oh, my God. And I, I have to tell you this. Um, The TikTok that they have, you should start TikTok by the way just to follow two for christ because they now have a tiktok and it shows his brand new rap videos that he now does fucking amazing he has a rap career now anyway oh my god i it's i this is everything this is like the show now <sighs> fucking friendly atheist interviewed them and was super nice to them and they were super nice to him and it made me feel really bad about doing this but um, then they were like, and they were like, uh, it was like, oh, yeah, you're joking about the Trump thing. Right. And they, he, they were like, no, we love what Trump is doing. And I felt better about it again. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. No, I okay. have no more sympathy ever for you ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I exactly. own two for grace.com. Yes! yes. Fantastic. This they is so just good. bought the dot org because they're idiots. <laughs> 
and I've just filed a complaint with GoDaddy that they're not a registered charity, which they are. They just probably bought it on their own. So I'm going to take it from them. Oh, yes. my God. And oh I guarantee God. you they didn't register as a charity. So no, no. I don't know how much we'll money we'll make a we have fucking charity. I don't care. Yes, I was. Thank you. You're right there with me. <laughs> I'll pour. I'll ladle soup just to do this prank. It doesn't. Yeah, we'll do. We'll literally change vulgarity for charity to two for Christ. <laughs> Three, if that's what it takes. I mean, that's because of what great, I just Keith. said. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't answer your question at all. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, that's I, a- I'm gonna do it again, Morgan. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna say something as if Marsh talked to acknowledge that he talked interrogatively at me. I'm very particular about my kitchen, apparently, in this universe. <laughs> and your pensioning forks. Sorry, I yelled at you. Sorry, I laughed out and called you an idiot. <laughs> in front of factory. no, you stupid fuck. Of course they have vegetarian <laughs> stuff. I don't know why I got all mad. <laughs> The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.